0: Mission of the church matters, right? That's why we've been taking these three weeks to just talk about what does it mean for us to be the church, and we've been thinking about uh, under the title of rechurch. And so uh, uh, last week we um, looked at uh, being recharged, and the week before that, being uh, looking at rethink, right? So what does it mean for us to rechurch? Well, we talked about rethink. You know, we got to rethink what it means to be church in today's culture. That we need to uh, Go ahead and, and just let our lives be controlled and our church be controlled by where God wants us to go, because uh, he's always the same. Uh, but for us individually, it means that we get uh, rethink our involvement. We rethink by go ahead and taking the risk and getting involved in small groups and Bible studies and all the things that are here, right? Anyway, it was about rethinking what it means to be church in today's culture and being able to stay on target with accomplishing the mission of recycling lives, right? In fact, remember the, all the, the barrels here, right? We discovered the first week at Christ Church, that's what we do, right? We recycle, that's what we do. We take people who are in one place, who are away from God, and we move them to the place God wants them to be so they can see a future of what God can do in their life, and and, uh, life becomes fuller, richer, and more possible, right? So we recycle lives. Then last week, we talked about recharge, that God is always about recharging the church, and we looked at uh, the generations from the very beginning, from the beginning of Acts, how God just kept recharging people and standing, having people stand up for the gospel and just kept over generation, over generation, over generation, recharging what it means to be the church in, in uh, the culture that they were in. And we recognized before it was all over uh, that that's where we are too, right? It's now our time, right? It's now our time. Well, today the topic is redo. The topic's redo, okay? Uh, what's a redo? I mean... What's a redo? Redo is when well you, you kind of get a chance to do something over again, right? If if you're a golfer, what do we call redos? Ah, you guys use them too, huh? Thank you. I'm good to know I'm not the only one, right? Yeah, we call them mulligans if you're a golfer, right? They're redos, right? Well, wh- why do we do the redos? Why do we why do we take that second swing and and, and claim a mulligan? Well, we do that because somewhere inside of us we're convinced that whatever lies in front of us, the possibility of that next swing can be better than what's been in our past. Isn't that right? I mean, we know what's been in the past. We know where the ball went into the woods. We know where the ball went into the water, right? But we drop it again and we call a mulligan. Why? Because we're convinced that there's a possibility of something better if we just had a redo. The great news today for us is we are a church that proclaims a gospel of redo. We get a redo. I mean, each of us, all of us, when, when we surrender our life to Christ, we, we, we get a redo. We get to let go of everything that was past and, and become convinced that following Jesus, surrendering our life to Jesus, is going to lead to an incredible life under His providence and His guidance, under His grace and His goodness. We're just convinced that what He has in store for us is absolutely better than anything we could imagine for ourselves. We are a church that proclaims a gospel that is a gospel of redo. Now, the Apostle Paul talked about it. He said, look, I, I forget what is past, and I stretch forward to what's in front of us. Well, as we think about that now as a church, as we think how, how does that apply to the church, it's that same understanding of, of being aware that we as a church get a redo. That is that we need to rethink, recharge, and redo. We need to keep redoing what it means to proclaim the gospel in today's culture. To rethink, recharge, and redo. Redo what it means for us to be able to reach into people's lives in today's world and explain to them and share with them the power of the redo for their own individual life. Well, now, I could spend a lot of time continue to talk to you about that, and uh, um, rather than spending all that time continuing to talk to you about that, I would rather just show you, and so uh, one of our folks is going to come up and join me. Where are you, Scott? Uh, Scott Krieger is going to come and join me, and we're going to talk for a little bit, and, and hopefully you'll see by our conversation everything that we've been talking about uh, in these three weeks, about this rethinking what it means to be church, uh, recharging, and then ultimately redoing. You Ready? I'm ready. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Good morning. So, tell them how you got up here, Scott. I mean, besides walking up here. Right.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, well, uh, this past my, I'm Scott Krieger, and um, if uh, for those of you who don't know me, uh, I may look familiar, as I like to tell everybody I'm the on the backup to the backup drummer. So sometimes you see me in the back here twirling some sticks with the band. But um, I
0: just remember you're the guy with the gloves. Yes,
1: I, uh, and if I could, I would have fire shooting out of the sticks to even make it more dramatic on Sundays. There you go. Yeah, um, but I'm going to take you back uh, a couple weeks actually before Easter, and uh, I was sitting in the back right hand corner, and if you're ever looking for me, that's usually where I am because that's where I sneak in half the time. But uh, so I had one of those moments. Everybody was, uh, pastor was leading the church, where I don't want to say it was. Uh, I, I, I peeked my head up, and I was looking around, and I had two thoughts that came to my mind. Uh, number one was, we really have an awesome church. It is, It has everything you could possibly want. We have a coffee shop, we have a cafe, we've got a gigantic slide, which I've been down, by the way. Uh,
0: I have too. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> give, it a, give it a run. I highly recommend it. And... Um, Really, it is, it's, a, it's such a phenomenal place. And uh, my second thought was, I don't know anybody. I really don't. There are so many people here, and we've grown so big that uh, putting a name to a face is becoming more and more difficult. So uh, I had this idea, and after the service, I went up to Pastor Bob, and I told him my idea. And this is actually where I learned something about Pat. I like I like to call him Pastor B. I said, Pastor B, and I told him, that I'm not going to tell you what the idea is yet. And uh, he said, he says, great, great idea, Scott. Spearheaded. I want to report on my desk on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, glad. Well, I, I only come up with the ideas. Obviously, it's right? working. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, Pastor Bob's a delegator, for sure. So, so, here, <laughs> so here I am.
0: Absolutely right. But church isn't new to you, right? I mean, church is not foreign to you, right?
1: This is correct. Uh, I'm going to take you back even farther than a few weeks before Easter. I'm going to take you back to June of 1975, a little town of Ripon, Wisconsin. Uh, That is my hometown where I was born and raised. And uh, we have a few things that some of you may know about, ripping good cookies, Speed Queen, Ripon College. Um, that's where Harrison Ford dropped out. That's the big. One. Sorry, um, but uh, you know, basically, when you go, you know, grow up in a small town, you have four main churches to go to. You, uh, you have your Catholic church, you have the Lutheran church, the big Lutheran church, uh, United Methodist church was big, and then uh, the church that I grew up in was uh, UCC, which is United Church of Christ, and Uh, I think, and I'm going to use the word born into because that was the church I was third generation. My grandparents were actually married, uh, in the church that I went to growing up. So, um, throughout, throughout all the stages, you know, I was, uh, truthfully, I was, I was going through the motions, I would, I would, I would say. Uh, if you ever meet my mom, which she's been here, so don't, don't tell her I told you this, but, and she'll probably be here again, um, She is the original church lady, and she tried very hard to raise two boys every week Sunday to get them to go to church and dressed up, and I'm sure it was a fight every week. And uh, so we went through the motions. I don't want to say it was forced, but the relationship obviously wasn't there for me anyway. um, We
0: we actually have evidence here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, I dug deep into the archives just for all of you. This week,
0: okay, we got a lottery going on. Which one is Scott? (laughs) Uh,
1: And I hope nobody actually knows anybody in this picture, because if they knew this was on the big screen right now, they would hunt me down. There he is. What? Right? It's even more scary. It's huge. Right there, Scott. Looks like I comb my hair with a pork chop. (laughs) But uh, so this this was my confirmation picture, Um, and we had uh, we had two we had a team pastors. That's Pastor Trado and Pastor Moore. And uh, everybody, and, you know, we had to be acolytes and kind of go through the whole work, work you know, light the candles. And, again, it was, uh, I got to a point where I don't think the relationship that I had with my church was, was where it needed to be and where I wanted it to be. However, with that being said, I was paying attention. So then we come to, now this takes you up to about eighth grade or so. Then you go to the high school slash college years, which which I found out, there's a, there, uh, and, uh, and maybe uh, many of you know this. These are these were my C and E years, my Christmas and Easter years. Anybody know any C and years? People who show up for Christmas and Easter? And then, I, I mean, that was me. In fact, I'm pretty sure that's how Pastor knew it was Christmas, you know, Krieger boys are back in town, it must be Christmas, and uh, well, it's Easter. Um, right. So those were my C&E years. So I went, still, still having somewhat of a relationship with, with the church that I grew up in. Um, my oldest daughter was baptized in the church, uh, also with a minister that I didn't even know at, at, at that point in time. And once in a while we'd go back. And, uh, but still, uh, life catches up with you, family, kids, the whole works, and still never really had a church home. So, right.
0: so life was moving on.
1: Life was moving so I'm on. married,
0: kids came in, and?
1: And still no, no church home, I would say. No relationship with where I think I needed to be, or wanted to be, or found out I needed to be. Um, so uh, I will take you back to three and a half years ago. I was at the Thienesville uh, Fourth of July Parade, and I am a giant music fan. And the Christ Church Band had their float and they were going by, and they were playing Journey, Don't Stop Believing," And I got it. It hit me. I was like, man, that is awesome. And I, I, uh, I remembered that. However, with that being said, I still didn't do anything for another six months or so. <laughs> so uh, being the sea and Ear that I was, Christmas came again and went and... I didn't have a place to go on Christmas, and that really, really bothered me. So, my New Year's resolution was to find. I needed to find a church, church home, and what did I remember? Journey. Don't stop believing. So the very first place, obviously, that I went was Christ Church back in the in the old place on uh, Port Road, and I walked in, and uh, uh, just a quick, see, a, uh, see some hands. Anybody go to the old building? Was there a lot of people then? And every, remember everybody wore name tags. I walked in, I knew everybody. I was like, holy cow, it was crazy. And um, everybody had their own private booth. And uh, remember, they had the, everybody had a check-in. It was great. Um, and I, I'll never forget this. There was, uh, the choir played that day. And it was really small. There was like maybe only five or six people in there. And, um... They put on just this great performance, and people clapped. And I was like, you can clap in church? That was, that, I was, that was crazy. So I was, I was excited, and I knew it, and um, I kept coming back.
0: So Journey brought you there.
1: Journey right? brought me there.
0: We got you in the door. In and, the door. And you had an impactful experience. I did. But that's not a redo. So, so when not. did the redo start happening?
1: I could easily say tell all of you that and the rest is history and here I am, but I don't believe that going to church and staying at one and finding what you're looking for are the same thing. I think it's two different things. So uh, Christ Church, and as you know, has a million things to sign up for, which I highly recommend. There's so many things to do here and be part of the community and and everything else. Is that um, I decided to go join a men's group and. Uh, the first, very first day, and uh, the men's group was called. Uh, it was a six six week series called "Fan or F- Are You a Fan or a Follower," and um, and there's men, there's people in here who can attest to this. The very first day, we watched this video and you sit down and you talk about it. Uh, it made me question myself, which I really didn't like, my faith, my belief, everything but myself. And I got up and I walked out. I I am the first guy ever to walk out of a men's group in church. Uh, right, right. Roger was there. You remember? I got, and I even said something too as I left. I'm like, I'm a fan. I'm never coming back. Something like that. I don't even know. And um, and I, did you think I was coming back? I didn't think. I didn't. I wasn't planning it, but I did. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad I did because three three things happen at the end of the series for me. Uh, number one was uh, part of my goal is I got to meet some really nice, really nice people here in the church. And those are the small group of people that I say hi to week in, week, week out. And, uh, you know, the, the, the few fa- faces that I know. Uh, and no, number two is I, I found out that I was a bigger follower than I thought. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the fan that I initially thought I was in the, in the beginning. And, uh, and, and, uh, you know what? I might put a disclaimer on that though. I mean, uh, I found out at my comfort level level also. If you, if you called me up and said, Scott, hey, let's go through an ounce of Bible verses, I'm probably not your guy. But uh, I, re, you know, I found out that uh, you, know, you know what? I needed that relationship and wanted to be a part of it in something bigger than than me. And also, uh, number three is I got to, I met Phil. Wait, Phil, the uh, band director, Phil Grevey over there, and um, you just sure saw his face uh, the first service because he had no idea what I was going to say after that. So uh, I met Phil, and uh, we were just randomly talking, and I said, and I said something, and we we're talking about the band or whatever. And I said they're great, and uh, he's and I, and I had no intention whatsoever, and I mentioned ah, I was in a band in high school or something like that. I don't know. He, he said. Great! I'll see you next Sunday. We need a drummer. <laughs> what? Phil's Phil's also a delegator. just like Pastor <laughs> Bob. Run, must run run in the water around here. So, uh, so anyway, um, ultimately, uh, it kind of came full circle for me. I, I am privileged not only to play with such a talented group of people up here, week in and week out who, in my opinion, provide one of the best worship experiences around. I think they are phenomenal. They volunteer their time week in, week out. I think Phil does a great job, but I'm also privileged to play for all of you as well, which is the initial reason I came to this church in the, in the first place. So it kind of came full circle for me.
0: Cool. Now, I don't want you to miss this because you follow what we've been doing in these, these three Sundays, right? We started out with Rethink. right? So look what happened. We rethought what it meant to be church in that parade. And we did a secular song with, you know, a Christian focus for us, but a secular song. All the other bands were in the church, from, from or all the other bands in the parade from the churches, they were doing all contemporary Christian music. We did Journey. And he heard it. He came to church, and we rethink what it means to be church. And so, you know, we can clap in church and we can be a different kind of place when we worship. And we impacted him enough to say, I'll go check it out, and enough to be able to say, I need to get recharged. So he would take the risk and go to men's group. So we rethought what it meant to be church, and it spoke to Scott enough to bring him to a place where he would take a risk, go to a men's group, be confronted, get recharged in what it meant to be a follower of Christ and experience enough redo in his life that he's willing to sit up here this morning and share it with you. How cool is that? That's church. Isn't that church? Huh? Isn't that church? Yeah. That uh, that that's church, right? That's church. And and uh, you know, I want him to share this with you because I want you to to see that that's happening. In the lives of so many people uh, here at at uh, at Christ Church.
1: Yeah. I also have to say one thing about uh, I would be uh, uh, Pastor Bob here. I think is uh, for me uh, is uh, the main reason. right? I'm speechless now, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Pastor Bob for me, you know, he he doesn't preach to me. He teaches, and I think there's a big difference there, and I think that's why. There are so many people that connect with this church and connect with Pastor Bob, and I think I, I just, amen to Christ church. I think it's great. We're, we you do bet. a lot of great stuff here.
0: And all of that. Well, hey, thanks. The, the cool thing is all of this has led God to put something in your heart, right?
1: So back to the beginning, the idea, which yeah. uh, I guess I'll be spearheading. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guest there, <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. So, so how does this involve all of you? Well, uh, the point you you've all heard my story now, which is, is kind of scary because now you all know me and everybody's gonna be, hey Scott, how's it going? I, hey. You know, um, but now uh, we want to know all of you. So uh, what we're gonna do is, uh, throughout the summer, I don't know how you know we're gonna do a test run or whatever is uh, have like a. Uh, featured individual once a week and we're going to try to put them on tape, videotape and we want to know your story and your, you know, your, where you come from, where you've been, where you're at and how does Christ Church affect you? So uh, at the end, hopefully and after the first service, I've already had some come people uh, some people come awesome. forward. That are, I think they got great stories and I'd love to get it on tape and we're going to feature a person once a week here at Christchurch. So you get to know them, know who they are and uh you can, yeah. yeah,
0: excellent, yeah, we're just convinced that Scott's story of you know going through the motions and then you know God just working his life to reach him and bring him to Christ church that that, that that's happened to a lot of folks here at Christ church. but we won't know that unless you tell us, I and mean, we, we and we can't tell other people. I mean, the reality is part of the redo is when you get redone, it's the challenge of being able to share what Christ has done in your life. That's the power, right? That's where the real power is. Uh, you're listening really intently this morning because Scott's willing to be up here and say, listen, this is how God worked in my life. And and we know there's lots of those stories. And so we want to capture those experiences and be able to um, just capture them on tape and be able to share them in, in a variety of ways, some in worship, to share them, you know, maybe on the internet or whatever. But we know your story can change somebody else's life, that you can be kind of journey, you know, in the parade, the journey experience, that your story can be the journey that's going to reach somebody else and, and help turn their life around and and give them a chance at, at a redo, right? And that's what we do. We rethink, we recharge, and the goal is to create new lives, to redo and get people in a better place.
1: Yeah. I look forward to Mondays. I walk out of here and after a good message, uh, and we we talk about everything here, eating healthy, and it's all related to everyday. And I can I can relate to it and get on with my week. And uh, I look forward uh, to the next week. And I'm constantly reminded of what to do and get cool. recharge. Yeah,
0: charge the banners. Excellent. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks for sharing, Scott. That's awesome. Yeah. So there it is for We re-church. We rethink, recharge and we redo and the bottom line is why do we do all that? The Apostle Paul captures it in 1 Corinthians 9, right? I am free, I don't belong to anyone, but I make myself a slave to everyone. Why? I do it to win as many as I can to Christ. That's what we're about. Giving people the opportunity to surrender their life to Christ, to let go of what's past, have that redo in their life and be able to get to that place that God wants them to be. Let's pray this morning. Father, thank you so much uh, for the witness this morning. Thank you so much for uh, just being the God that you are that's, that's willing to use um, so many paths to reach into the lives and hearts of people and a, a simple song in a parade to reach out to Scott's life and just recharge him and renew him and uh, give him that redo and not just walking through the motions anymore but being, being an intentional person, uh, intentional about Christ in his life. So, Father, we thank you now and we praise you, and we just uh, await the stories, we await the experiences of seeing how you've worked in so many people's lives. And we put it all into your hands because we are your church, and we hold on to just the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's in his name we pray. Amen.